five surprising secrets that attracts committed men and repels toxic ones. This video will help you to avoid attracting toxic men into your life who take advantage of you, makes second guess you, and also, of course, bring a tremendous amount of doubt and disrespect to you. Now, it will also help you to attract a high-quality man into your life that desires you and loves you. Comment, I am ready, below this video if you are done with attracting toxic, manipulative men into your life. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method, and this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want loves and desires you forever. If you like this video, if you like anything I wear or my background, please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. And of course, share it with all of your girlfriends. In this video, you will also discover a bonus secret that helps you to instantly attract Mr. Right to you. So let's go ahead and dive right into the five surprising secrets that attract committed men and repel toxic ones. Number five is self-absorption. Attracting men into your life all the time who are self-absorbed, who are narcissistic, who always put themselves first. Well, girlfriend, oftentimes that's because you don't put yourself first because you are so afraid to be self-absorbed. You are so afraid to be focusing on yourself. But not only that, you also don't necessarily have the capacity to do it in this particular moment. Oftentimes, lots of times, habits, cognitive patterns, as well as behavioral patterns that you have developed over decades and decades have you step into this people-pleasing mentality where you make the other men step on the pedestal. This, of course, attracts toxic men into your life because they're, of course, feeding off your attention. Now, it's also easy for them to guilt trip you because you're not putting yourself first. So you can say, what about me? You didn't make me dinner today, right? You didn't have sex with me tonight and so on. It's all about them and you will continue to justify yourself. I had a personal experience with that when I was dating myself with men um, and I was always like put last. I was always sort of the second or the third or the fourth option because I was putting myself first. However, committed men love when women put themselves first. As a matter of fact, when I met my husband Brody, he was so enamored and so attracted by me actually doing my own thing, focusing on my purpose, focusing on what I desire and putting myself first. That, of course, made him wildly attracted to me. And, of course, eventually, he also proposed. Leave me a comment right below if this is easy or hard for you to focus on yourself. Or have you already started this process by yourself? Number four, unapologetic self-expression. Now, narcissists and toxic men hate when you express yourself. What they want instead is them expressing themselves, them getting all the attention, and you, of course, dimming your light accordingly. When you instead express yourself, you exude confidence, you exude charisma, and, of course, you get also all the attention from other people. 
That is way too much work for the toxic guy, so he walks the opposite direction. However, a committed man is madly in love with this idea that you're unapologetically yourself because he's looking for a partner that he can truly trust. And he knows that we don't always feel great or we're not always shy. We're not always the wallflower. We're also outspoken. We're also bodacious, audacious, and whatever it may be. So he actually appreciates the wide range that you have to offer as a woman. Of course, because of the trust that you build, the intimacy can deepen as well, which of course this committed man is looking for. This and so much more we discuss in my free dating and support group at mymfbgroup.com or simply click that link below to join the party and have conversations with other like-minded single women who are ready to attract the right man for them or have questions about the man that they are currently dating. So join the party. Number three, boundaries without guilt. Now, I know you've heard boundaries over and over and over again, but why do we say that? Because it's not about how many times you hear it, but it's actually you really integrating it. Because you may have watched 10, 20, 100 videos about boundaries, but yet you're not really setting them. So let's actually talk about what gets in the way of you setting those boundaries. But before we do that, we want to just quickly go into why it's important. Because when you set boundaries, again, way too much work for the toxic guy, right? Like he wants to have a people pleaser, somebody who doesn't dare to set boundaries, somebody who doesn't dare to set, to take a stand for her standards, right? Like he's like, boundaries? Oh my gosh, I have to deal with that all the time? No, thank you. However, a committed man is indeed falling deeper and deeper in love with you when you set boundaries because he does does want to have the deep, connected, interdependent relationship. In other words, he knows that you're not collapsing into his frame and he's not collapsing into your frame. So you can hold your own in the relationship, which of course also shows him that you want to date him and not just any guy. Now, it also causes tremendous amount of respect, which is very needed when it con comes to continuing the relationship. Now, what we need to talk about is like what gets in the way of you setting boundaries. So part of it is actually like looking at the guilt, right? So once you set boundaries, once you say no, you feel extremely uncomfortable. You feel this knot in your stomach. You feel like, well, you know, this person doesn't have it as well as me, or maybe they're not as educated, or maybe they're not as, you know, loved as I was, or whatever the case may be, right? That didn't mean it that way. So you make up all those excuses because you feel so guilty, However, the true reason why you truly feel guilty is because you've been trained by that, for that, by society, and of course, maybe even by your parents. You may have been manipulated, right? Like we, even as little kids, we, we get manipulated. We being told like, oh no, you should share this with your little sibling, you know, like, no, 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 don't do this, don't do that, right? So, the, so guilt develops like so quickly. And even worse, some parents, and if you are a parent, please don't do that. Like, don't tell your kids that they owe you because you raised them. They don't owe you anything, right? Like, it's about like, yes, you're, you're raising them. Um, 
And you know what? They're going to get their bill <laughs> when they have their own kids, right? And so, and so on and so forth. So this is the worst thing that you can do is infiltrate guilt into children. It has so many long-term effects. However, especially when you come from a narcissistic background, guilt is inevitable because it is a tool and a weapon that your parent consistently uses. So be aware of that. So just because you feel guilt does not mean you should not set boundaries. Instead, what you need to learn is to increase your capacity for guilt, your capacity for discomfort, your capacity for tension. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in number one. So comment below what's your relationship with the word no, with boundaries. How was that handled in your household? I would love to know. Number two is alignment. Alignment really means is when you think what you say and what you do is actually the same. That's when you're truly aligned. You are actually in alignment with your values. You are in integrity with yourself. Now, you will be such a repellent to toxic guys because they look actually for people who are out of alignment. Why? Well, because they are out of alignment themselves. So they're looking for a vibrational match as well, if that makes sense. So they will literally walk past you if you are in alignment. You will literally not even, they will not bother because they will actually feel ashamed and embarrassed and have their own shame shields come up when they try to guilt trip you, for example. So it's not going to work. They're not going to put themselves into a position where they know the person is confident enough and trusting themselves enough and honoring themselves enough, right? They will find somebody who is like less secure than you are. However, of course, a man of king integrity, I call it, the man who looks for commitment, he very much appreciates alignment, is very much inspired by that. And actually, you hold each other accountable in the relationship to stay in alignment because he likes and respects you, he honors you, he trusts you. And so that causes, of course, also tremendous amount of opening in his own heart and willingness to share things that he normally wouldn't share, like emotions he may have never shared with another woman before. So how you can start practicing that is literally asking yourself, well, when I promised myself to go to the gym this morning, did I actually do that? Well, or did I just say, well, I mean, nobody knows except me. So, you know, I can just kind of drop it to the wayside. Okay. So it's about like keeping promises to yourself. Are you keeping promises to yourself? Even if nobody else knows about it, even if you don't have an accountability buddy, that's what it truly means to create alignment inside of yourself. Asking yourself, am I in the right profession? Am I on purpose? Am I in alignment with my body, right? Do I actually want to cry, but I'm laughing instead, right? Do I send congruent signals, but so I'm actually not in alignment with how I really feel? Do I have the right friends, right? Are the friends the right reflection? Are they aligned with my own values, with my own character, and with my own lifestyle? Those are questions that you can ask yourself to check in and go deeper with the alignment conversation. If you don't know exactly where you stand on all of that, especially when, when it comes to attracting the right man for you, then I invite you to take my free Magnetize Your Man quiz at mymquiz.com. Again, link is right below this video where you get more personalized dating strategy 
for you. And I'll also have some bonus gifts in there. And finally, number one is shame mastery. In other words, you can't get gaslit. When you master your shame, or should I say more your shame shields, meaning your reactive patterns that occur when you experience shame, you are golden. Let me give you an example. So let's say you have shame around being, let's say, arrogant. So if someone uses the word arrogant, like you immediately actually like become apologetic, you're collapsing into their frame, or you're like, oh, no, no, just joking. No, no, it's like it's all good, right? You're going into denial or you're going into attack, right? You're like, who do you think you are? right? That means you have not mastered your shame at all. And you're actually secretly deeply afraid that somebody calls you arrogant. That means that person owns you. That's exactly what toxic guys know. They know exactly where they can poke and they know exactly how to manipulate you. I'll give you an example. A few years ago, I was at a business conference um, and I must have been speaking in front of like about a hundred women or so. And uh, there was a business coach there. She was doing some hot seats and so on. And I said, you know, sure, why not, right? Like, so I did the hot seat. And a uh, long story short, she told me on stage that I am borderline arrogant. Of course, it comes to no surprise that this occurred because my dad always told me, who do you think you are? So rest assured, when you are on a healing path, you will encounter people who will call you out on the things that you're most afraid about. However, instead of attacking her, instead of collapsing, I actually did a sexy dance. And I said, I'm so arrogant. Oh, that's me. And I owned it. It wasn't about like, oh my gosh, now I'm going to be the most arrogant bitch on this planet. It was about that I didn't react to it, that I actually embraced it, that I actually found pleasure in it. Another example is when I was afraid to be called selfish. Now, my mom was like, loved to call me selfish. Okay. Uh, that was, by the way, her way to manipulate me. So really think about already when you think back at your parents, right? What's that core statement, that core quality that you would do anything that nobody else calls you that. That's usually where you want to look the deepest, you know? And so, yeah, so sure enough, when somebody called me selfish, um, I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm putting myself first. Thank you so much for noticing. I appreciate that because, you know, I'd rather be called selfish any day of the week than a doormat. So you always want to see what is that in opposition of. So why is that important? Well, first of all, it repels um, toxic men, of course, because they can't stand when they can't manipulate you. However, of course, committed men are going to be so amazed. Like when my husband saw how I was dealing with certain triggers and people trying to shame me on YouTube and so on, right, um, on, this, on, on this very channel, and I didn't react to it and I didn't delete it or hit it or anything, you know, I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, totally, you know. I actually ended up sharing it on Facebook too and wrote a post about it. You know, he was so amazed and he actually started to share more about what he's afraid of and what he's shameful of because we all want intimacy and trust. But what that takes is actually authenticity and transparency. And that usually includes also some shame. So now I would love to hear from you right below this video. Let me know which of those qualities you already embody, which ones are easy for you, and which ones are, wow, I really need some support here, aren't you? Okay.
And lastly, for those of you who stayed, here is my bonus secret, which is you are comfortable with space. Now, toxic guys actually use space to oftentimes manipulate you or to even punish you. You see, when I was dating this guy, this must have been, oh my gosh, at least 15 years ago, and he used space, like he would literally not get back to me, for days to punish me. So guess what? When you are okay with space, you're like, okay, he needs a minute, he needs to breathe, let him do his thing, and you're not impacted by it. It has zero effect. So either the the toxic guy will stop his behavior or he will flat out just disappear because his tactics don't work and he'll say, you just simply don't love him. No, girlfriend, please don't fall for that oldest trick in the box. However, committed men love space, right? They love space because they love interdependence, right? So they take their own space. They may go into the woods with their friends or on a trip or this or that. And he, he appreciates him, uh, you doing the same for yourself. And then you come back with full buckets full of, filled with adventures and joy to share in your relationship. Like, comment, and subscribe for more juicy videos on how to attract and keep the right man for you. Also, if you haven't seen it already, check out our video on the five real reasons why men respond to distance in love by clicking here. This is it for today, ladies. Much love, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.